2: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. What is going on? Happy
0: Hump Day. Let's just lean into that stupid expression, Tom loves. I'm sorry, it's my bad. I'm gonna ask E from long longtime NFL player, offensive lineman, a Twitter uh must follow at E from Salaam, NFL analyst. E from I don't know what it is. I hello, E. I hate the expression hump day. Am I am I wrong or are you with me that it's just dumb? <laughs>
3: Well, somebody woke up spicy this morning, man. <laughs>
0: That's true, bro. You have no idea. I, don't I like mean, it. Good. Why, why would you attack Hump Day? I just don't like the expression. What does why? it mean? Tell me why. Because I'm not all like I like all the days. I'm trying to live as positively as let, I can. Like, let, what, me, Tuesdays, let me tell it's...
3: you why Hump Day is Hump Day.
0: I'll give it to me.
3: Monday is the beginning of the week. Everybody hates Mondays. You got to yeah, go I back do. to work. Right. So now you're climbing up this hill that you don't like to climb up to. Once you get to Wednesday, you're at the top of the hill, and now Thursday, Friday, it's all downhill, which makes
0: a hump. I hate it. I think of camels. I don't like camels. Honestly, so that's You part should of
3: think it. it should be mountain day then, because it's it. <laughs> our hill. Summit
0: day. day. It's, a, it's worth a summit. Okay. <laughs> we got it. He so here on the show. Uh, hey, uh, for at risk of getting in an argument, because that's already happened on the show, what do you make of uh, with somebody else? What do you make of Saquon Barkley, his, his situation? Obviously, he, he's been franchise tagged. They didn't come to an extension by the deadline on Monday. There there are limited options. Uh, running backs do not make what they used to make. Do you think it's reasonable to expect that Saquon Barkley could just say to hell with you guys and, and sit out for the year? and try to force these guys to give them a one-year deal? Maybe they can't tag him next year.
3: The only way this works collectively is if you take all of the running backs who have not signed their, their tender, and they all sit out. Individually, it doesn't work. We saw it with Le'Veon Bell. It it doesn't work. He'd never been the same after that. And, you know, the New York Giants, first of all, the most important player on that team Saquon Barkley. Daniel Jones isn't Daniel Jones without Saquon Barkley. He isn't the $35 million quarterback a year by any stretch of the imagination. He is an average uh, run of the mill, but what gives him that pop is to be able to hand the ball off or throw the ball to a dynamic back out of the backfield. We all know that. But the way the current system is and the way the owners uh, are positioning this as Look, we don't want to give you guys long-term deals, even though you're still in your 20s. Before it used to be, once you got to that 30 number, ah, well, we don't want to pay you guys anymore. But now, because you're first-round draft picks, and you play, you have to play five years. You play five years. So if you're 22 when you come into the league, you're 27 uh, by the time you know there's a deal, and there's not much tread left. When you look at, in their opinion, when you look at what uh, Ezekiel Elliott has done. Todd Gurley, once they they got those big contracts, they were never the same.
0: E hey from Salam he, here on the show. E, this is sort of a a, a a weird question, maybe, but I'm but I'm curious, and I love your perspective, even though you, you may be guessing. You, you obviously played the game at a high level. You came up through high school and college. You, you made a career out of football. Do you think that high school kids are are aware enough of what's going on? that there could be a situation where if you are talented enough or maybe talented enough to, to play at a high level, that you're looking at guys that are 10 or 15 years older than you and saying, I'm going to try to avoid the running back position. Because obviously, right, like like obviously Saquon Barkley can't go back in time and decide to play another position. But there are young players who I, I wonder, do, do you think this has any impact on guys 10 years from now, really athletic, future NFL players, and what position they choose to play starting early in their football careers?
3: Zero because you know Zero. what ten million dollars is to a kid in high school? Everything. All the money in the world. All right? So let's keep it in perspective. It's still ten million dollars for the one year. Now in terms of your peers and receivers, especially quarterbacks, they're outliers who keep them out, defensive ends, things like that. Yeah, you're 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 underpaid. But in terms of the world It's still $10 million. So if you have a kid whose dream is to go to the NFL and he is a dynamic running back early on, he's not going to at some point be like, you know what, Mm, let me decrease my chances of making it to the league by switching positions. No, the point is to get to the league. Once you get to the league, the business aspects of it, it takes care of itself. You have some breathing room now. But right now, you want to get there so you can afford the life that you've always dreamt of.
0: Ephraim Salam, great insight. And we've I've asked you about this from, from Saquon Barkley's perspective or Josh Jacobs' perspective or Dalvin Cook's not in the same boat but doesn't have a job. If you, E, e are running a team, if you are a general manager or an assistant GM and you're having to make these, these business decisions, what is the right thing from a football team's perspective in terms of I know it's guy to guy, but let's say Saquon Barkley. If you're the Giants, obviously there's a cap. What is the right move from that perspective?
3: Well, if you can get Saquon Barkley at his skill level for $10 million, that's the right business move. That's, I mean, you, you take the emotion out of it, that's the right business move because of the cap. I can get his talents for one year at $10 million. Now, when you franchise a quarterback or even a receiver now, that that tag is higher because there aren't really that many lucrative uh, running back deals out there in the league. The market value is down, so now you can get a steal—a running back of, of 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 Austin Eckler's caliber, of of uh, Saquon Barkley's caliber, of Josh Jacobs' caliber You can get a steal at ten million dollars. So of course, that's a great business move.
0: Ephraim Salam here on here on the show, uh, Ephraim. We talked at the start of the show just Patrick Mahomes saying what of course he's going to say. They want to repeat. They've got a plan. Here's the things they want to do. They're the betting favorites. When you look at the AFC, let me ask you a two part question: Who's the most likely team to to be left handed when it's all said and done? And who might be the most you know the most surprising team that could that could make a push in the AFC? Not not name the Chiefs.
3: Um, number one, I think the Chiefs should be standing there at the end. Yeah, Whenever you have somebody with the talent of like Patrick Mahomes, it, it's just, it, it, I mean, he's, he's a generational talent. He's on pace to be able to compete with what Tom Brady was able to do. Uh, if he and Andy Reid stay together and he keeps making decisions uh, that benefit the team uh, and, and not himself, then you can see this as a long run. Uh, but uh the team that's standing there on the outside looking in um in the AFC uh it, it could be Buffalo. It it could be Buffalo. When you, you look at uh at at, at that division, I, I mean the division's getting tougher. You know, the division's getting tougher, some things are happening. Um and it, it could be Buffalo. I don't know if 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 Josh Allen is going to continue to turn the ball over and, and, and make poor decisions. Like he kinda of regressed a little bit to me last year. So if he can you know, without Brian Dayball there things are a little bit different. And and so I'm and I'm I'm very interested to see what Josh looks like and, and what that offense looks like um for the second year without Brian.
0: We right, we meet people that talk about this stuff for a living are always looking for for stuff to talk about, and we talk for a minute about Stefan Diggs being frustrated and whatever the hell happened there it, as it relates ifram Salam to just how buffalo plays is that much ado about nothing, or can those kind of moments early on have an impact on on performance when we actually get to the season
3: yeah everything matters. Once you get into July, everything matters, right? You want to go a training camp. The, the two things you want, you want to go into training camp as healthy as possible, and you want to be focused as possible, right? You want guys on the same page coming into training camp. And then, of course, coming out of training camp, the health thing is, is, is number one. But you really want to have guys there, and you want to get the work done in training camp, Um because you want to be very limited in, in preseason in terms of the, your core guys, so you need them healthy. You need them to be able to practice, b- build that team camaraderie, and then come out of training camp ready to hit the ground running. So it, it's you know you can see the cracks when when you start hearing hearing things and seeing the cracks, then you start to worry, and that's before training camp even started. E
0: from Salam here on here on the show. Uh, e, we were talking about Justin Fields, and, and, and Fields told Brian McFadden, colleague of mine, he's a top five running quarterback of all time, and it led to a, a conversation about some disagreement about, about Fields and his upside and his ceiling. And I'm a Bears fan. You're from Chicago. What do you make of Fields and, and you know what he can or can't do going forward?
3: Well, I can't tell him what he can't do. Um, it will be along the lines of his progression now he did take some steps uh to get better which is what you need but this is really a make it or break it year for him to see if he can be that now being the greatest running quarterback of all time is not something you probably want to strive for at the position Uh, especially when it's a pass happy league and you can put up uh, huge numbers through the air so just his approach and his mentality to the position Maybe needs to shift a little bit. He's not going to be able to take that pounding at his size um, as a quarterback. If that's where his focus is,
0: Ephraim, who's going to win that division this year? <laughs> I know. Yeah, you want to ride with Kirk Cousins? I don't. I mean, what's the are, are the I would, Packers? I guess
3: I would have to, to. No, I guess I would have to to lean towards Detroit. Yeah. I like what they've done. I like what what um uh Dan Campbell has done in, in changing the culture and really um really elevating uh the mentality in the locker room in Detroit. I mean they they can play ball. If they can clean up defensively, they're they gonna be dangerous.
0: I mean, look, there, there's the usual suspects in the NFC, which uh, for me at least doesn't feel nearly as deep or dangerous as the AFC. You've got the Eagles who came close last year. You've got uh, the Niners if their quarterback situation can be resolved, or they would tell you just have a quarterback who's healthy, that they can be a threat. Every year in the NFL, there are multiple surprises, from good ones, bad ones. Anybody in the NFC that you think can be better than advertised next season? I know. I don't know the answer, by the way. Usually, I ask these things, and I have a a view. I don't even know who. I could give you some. Like, I like the Jags. I don't know. Maybe they're not very under the radar in the AFC, but NFC. I don't even know who to point toward.
3: Oof. Oh man! I mean, if anything, I would say maybe the Commanders. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, just, just. Being in that division and the changing of of the like it, it's it's like a coin flip in that division. Um, it, it's I, I don't know, man. NFC is so underwhelming. Uh, it, it just it's just a sparsity at the quarterback position.
0: You don't want to no, go Chicago Bears, Ephraim? You don't want to go hometown Bears?
3: No, I, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I, shouldn't. I, I do not. I'm, I look, I'm just purely what you need is a passer of the football. You need that. Um, and if you don't have that, you got to be really good everywhere else. And I'm not quite sure the Chicago Bears are there yet.
0: Well, they're not good at anything usually, so I—that's a reasonable analysis. Gotta hate being a Bears fan. Uh, Ephraim, as always, buddy, it is—it is great to hear your voice. I hope you and the family are well. Thanks for—thanks uh, for making some time, pal. Hope you're having a good summer. Always,
3: always, man. You need an afternoon show, man, because in the summer you got me waking up at seven forty-five.
0: Who are you uh, talking your- to? I live here too. I get up at like four thirty, man.
3: But this is your show. You get up every day. <laughs>
0: It's true. I didn't get paid for it. You are just doing me a very, very solid, solid. Yeah. All right, I'll work on it. I'll talk to the boss. I'll get on. I talked to him tomorrow. I'll I'll let him know you said so. I will actually. All right, All right dude. All right. All right, bye, buddy. E from Salam here on uh here on the show. I wonder if I can clip that and just send it to Spike Eskin, our boss, and David Marinick before I meet. I talk to Spike tomorrow.
4: I could just send them the clip. We'll just play it for him.
0: Just that, yeah. Please listen to this. It'll be twelve seconds long, bro. You need an afternoon show. This oh, is Yo Show. Plus. This is Yo Show. You get up <laughs> every day. I like E, man. I like I like I like E from a lot. All right, uh, buy or sell is gonna be fun. What we got in there, uh, pretty daddy Tommy? We
4: are circling back to something we may or may not have gotten wrong yesterday in buy or sell.
0: Ooh, I'm going to take a guess and say that a reporter in the Metroplex is having a rough day, and I have sympathy.
4: That's a really specific guess on your part. You might be right.
0: Yeah, uh, Dak Prescott has a tip for reporters, and other things will hit and buy or sell. I did a pun there. Next on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: He's Bill Ryder,
0: and people can't stop listening. Jimbo Fisher try to explain. It does feel like a shotgun marriage, though. I'm sure he hired him, but it feels like there was a lot of pressure. If the guy won't just say... I mean, the answer should have been, of course he's calling plays, idiot reporter. Why do you think I brought in Bobby Petrino in the first place? He won't say it still.
1: It's writer than you with Bill
0: Ryder. You love that story. You made a rejoin of that. You love that. Is that your favorite sports story? Is that a top five favorite sports story the last five years for you?
4: Right now, it's the top college football story. And for me personally, it's the top story in sports. There's nothing better right now than that dynamic between those two coaches
0: what's the best case scenario? Like, even if it's 1% that they attack each other, they punch each other on a sideline. What do you like? What is your sort of dream? Likely, not likely your dream scenario that could actually happen with these guys.
4: That Bobby is either walks away, steps down on his own accord or gets let go. I don't know within the first five or six weeks. All
0: right. I'm very excited for this segment. It's buy or sell time. I, I also have a, my own question and, 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 To sort of add to the magic, this portion of the show is in fact sponsored by the United States Postal Service. Introducing USPS Ground Advantage Reliable and Affordable 2-5 to Day Package Shipping, the United States Postal Service.
1: What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right,
0: so very quickly, I got suckered into a pickleball tournament over the weekend. My buddy had a birthday. It was a couple's tournament. I I shouldn't say had to play with my wife. Had the pleasure to play pickleball with my wife who doesn't, in fact, play pickleball. I'm a little competitive. We did really well. My wife got mad at me for hitting the ball. She said I was hitting the pickleball too hard at people. Buy or sell in a competitive pickleball tournament.
4: You can be hitting the ball too hard. Buy. Really? That's a thing. It's absolutely a thing. Like if you're playing people who stink, like you got to ease it back. Like you got some of them were good. Like like good like on the same level as you or better than yeah, you. No, I mean, let's let's not get carried away. Then but like, like, you don't you don't have to go 100%. Then uh, you're there to win, right? You're there to you're win. You're there though. to win, but you don't you don't want to embarrass people. Oh, we did that a couple times. Yeah, but you got to tone it down a little bit.
0: A little context, it was a couples thing. It was men and women, except the birthday boy, my buddy, paired himself with another dude, and they both play tennis, and they dominated everybody. So it's not like the manners I was getting ready.
4: I was getting ready to get real upset there. If you were embarrassing dudes in front of their spouses, like that's a big note. You can't do that.
0: No, I did do that. Yeah. You can beat people,
4: but you yeah, can't one embarrass guy, them.
0: One guy was real drunk and came up and told me later he was still mad at me for how we beat him.
4: Yeah, it sounds but they like were hit, It sounds like they were the ball as hard.
0: hard at me as they could.
4: Right, but like if you're not on the same level, if you're like way up here and they're down here, like... I yeah, pick a
0: ball four times in my life.
4: You're right, but you're a big-time tennis player.
0: I'm a mediocre-time tennis player. I, if you play Parcheesi or you play Sorry with your kid... Are you going easy on him? No. You you play to win. Well, we're trying to teach life
4: lessons here with kids. We're not, not trying to teach life lessons with somebody that's either your right. age or older or in front of their spouse.
0: I cannot conceive of a scenario where you're competing against someone in a sport where you just, like, go easy. You, like, let up. It, where you're keeping score. Where there's a winner and a loser. Where there's there was a round robin, the best team advanced. Like, you're... I'm supposed to hit it softly?
4: Listen, the vibes I'm, I'm getting here is that you took this a little too seriously. Okay. That's the vibes my wife gave me. <laughs> All right, side. Bill, let's get to some NFL here. Now, remember that quote I gave you yesterday about Dak Prescott vowing to throw less interceptions this ten. season? Yeah, i yeah, yeah, throw 10. The quote exactly was, I won't have 10 interceptions this year, end quote. Well, that was straight from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, as I cited yesterday. However, according to the Dallas Cowboys themselves, Dak was misquoted. The team posted an article on their website yesterday saying the full quote was actually, quote, do I blame those receivers? No. Mike does an amazing job with the receivers. They know where the hell to be, why to be, and when they're getting looked at, that's going to be a big jump, I think. We won't have those tipped, T-I-P-P-E-D tipped interceptions oh. this year. End quote. Bill, obviously, those are two very, very different quotes I just gave you. Buy or sell? Something seems off here.
0: Yeah, I'll buy. I believe buy. the Cowboys. I don't usually. This is my nightmare. Having transcribed just hundreds of hours of tapes, you're gonna, you're gonna get something. Buy or sell? That you feel sympathy for the reporter.
4: Bye. Yeah, me too. And just full disclosure here, I went just very recently, moments ago, to that article, to that link that I sent you yesterday. It is no longer up. That sucks.
0: Uh, so our, I apologize to Dak Prescott. I made fun of him very aggressively for something he didn't say. We didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, but still, apology, I think, necessary. I'm sorry, Dak. And in the context of the quote you read, it makes a, a lot, do I blame those receivers? No. That's, I mean, like, he clearly said tipped, like like knocked in the air. Did he have that many tipped interceptions last year?
4: I think he was trying to rule out that probably, hey, look, I led the league with 15. If you take away those tipped ones, I was probably in the range of every other starting quarterback.
0: I mean, look, I don't know the tipped, the tipped uh, stats, but if so, that that, that makes sense, right? You'd re- sort of regress to the mean. All right. Well, I apologize to Dak Prescott. I feel bad for that reporter. Been there.
4: All right, Bill, let's stay in the NFL here. Former NFL cornerback Asante Samuel played for Bill Belichick in New England for five seasons from 2003 to 2007 and said, yet again, we're using sound from the All Things Covered yeah, podcast. Our buddy Brian McFadden, Asante Samuel had this to say:
3: "Is he the best coach in NFL history? Absolutely not. Are you crazy? Why? Why not? Well, look at his record without Tom. You got to win without Tom. So you tell me. thing I learned about being great? You got to be great in different situations. It was all Tom. I was there. I saw
1: it. It was Tom. Everybody know it. Tom know it. But he ain't gonna admit it because he want to be politically right. That's why I'm here." That's why I'm gonna tell the truth, and you're not afraid, and I never. And you got experience to talk the truth. Because
4: I've been there, I've seen it, I confronted him. We've been through it. That's how I do. Bill Byers said that Asante Samuel was too emphatic that Tom Brady was the reason for New England's success.
0: I mean, sell? I don't sell. No, no, not too emphatic. A little painfully honest. He enjoyed it a little too much. It makes me think like there's something personal there. Oh, clearly, yeah, yeah. No, but every nobody likes Bill Belichick, right? I don't know that anybody really liked. Yeah, Bill I mean, Belichick. it goes back
4: to the point you made last week or the week before. Like, former players speak glowingly of Andy Reid. Not many do that about Bill Belichick.
0: I mean, look, Belichick. I thought Belichick was the goat, and and maybe, maybe he's not. I mean, I think the entire. Look, I think the entire Warriors organization is overrated. I think Bob Myers is overrated. I think Steve Kerr is overrated. I think Draymond Green is overrated. I think it's all Steph Curry. It's all number 30. I also think there's a good chance that a lot of the Chiefs are overrated. And I love Andy Reid as a guy, right? Great guy. Andy Reid could not win that game until he gets credit. But I just, some talents are so, to take Ephraim's term, generational, generationally rare. They make a lot of people look good.
4: All right, Bill. Let's get to you. Oh, oh, that's that's some high praise right there. Yeah. Let's see if you have high praise for this NFL quarterback, Dolphins QB Tua Tagovailoa told the Palm Beach Post, quote, "I think we're definitely legit contenders." End quote. When asked about his outlook for the upcoming season, Bill simply buy or sell. The Miami Dolphins' entire season revolves around Tua's health and nothing else. I mean, I think that's a straight buy. Do you
0: have a different view on this? Buy. I mean, they were they were borderline elite last year when Tua was healthy, and they were not particularly good
4: once he was injured. I think it's just Tua. They got better this offseason. Vic Fangio now's their DC. Like they 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 got better. That's another right. year with another year with chemistry with Tyree Hill and Jalen Waddle. Like. They should only go up as long as Tua can stay on the field. And I don't know if you saw this, but Tyreek Ty gonna is going to go for 3,000
0: receiving yards. And
4: they're apparently maybe going to win the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, Tua, Tua said they're content. I, I mean, I think that if you put the Dolphins in the NFC, would you take
4: anyone above them? Maybe the Eagles? I mean, look, our buddy oh, from Salam really struggled to find a third team in the NFC that that could actually compete with the Eagles and the 49ers like I think Ephraim said it best. Like, there's just not a lot of great quarterback play.
0: By or sell based on what Ephraim said on the air. That Ephraim struggled more to find a third NFC team he believes in than even to get up for this hit today.
4: Bye. He was not happy. At he the time wanted the... you to ask another question there and save him because he could not. Mu- I mean, he said the Commanders, Bill. Like he he said the Washington Commanders. That tells you all you need to know.
0: I knew it was a tough question, so I tried to do the whole, like, you know, t- fill time, blah, 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 There's talk a lot. You give a guy a t- I've been there. Time to think. He did go Commanders.
4: Yeah, he was thinking in his head that whole time of, like, Bill, like, come on, man. The NFC stinks. You're going to make me say the Washington Commanders. Why not Detroit making a deep run?
0: Forget the NFC North. Why not the Lions being the team that makes an NFC championship game?
4: I mean, look, the way that Ephraim was talking, I think he thinks it's going to be stepping stone, right? Like, they're going to win the division, but I don't know that they're going to compete for the conference.
0: I mean, we know the Niners are going to have 19 injuries to their quarterback, so that takes them out. It's hard to get back to Super Bowls, right? So, I mean, the Eagles can do it, but it's hard to, I don't know, maybe be a surprise team. Maybe the Bears. All right, I'm just kidding. I don't mean that.
4: All right, Bill, let's get to the college game here. The Pac-12 will not have a new media rights deal to announce at its media day this Friday. Now, according to CBS Sports' Dennis Dodd, friend of the show, quote, the search for a new television contract has involved several potential providers on both linear television and streaming. There remains no timeline for a new deal, end quote. Bill, buy or the lack of interest in the Pac-12 media rights is because USC and UCLA are leaving the conference.
0: So I'm not as educated on this as I should be to answer this properly. So I'm just full disclosure, I'm guessing here. Either of you can certainly jump in and give me your view, but I'll buy that makes sense. Buy. It's not even about whether the the teams are good or not, and obviously USC is going to be very good. It's just Los Angeles is a major market.
4: It's a massive viewing market. I think first it's that these two powerhouse schools are leaving, and then second, I think with them leaving, the Pac-12 is still overvaluing themselves. To your point, saying, hey, we still have these schools here, these, this our meteorite deal should still be worth X, and I think they're finding out that's not what you know. These TV providers think of the Pac-12. It's just
0: it is such, it is such a killer and s- s- such an amazing move. But but it's so dumb. The Big Ten stretches from, I guess they stretch from Maryland and Jersey, basically the almost the water all the way to the West Coast water.
4: It makes no sense. Absolutely no sense.
0: But they're. They're going to survive. Although, I, I've always heard for years people talk about Rutgers as a New York. Nobody in New York cares about Rutgers, do they? Not it's not like one Rutgers, person.
4: Not one person. Got it.
0: People aren't turning. New York's not, the Big Apple's not like, oh, let's all pause what we're doing to watch Rutgers football.
4: I could make the argument that New Yorkers care more about Syracuse athletics than they do Rutgers athletics, even though Rutgers is closer.
0: I went to Rutgers a couple times for stories back in my writing days. Didn't love that. Didn't even love Rutgers.
4: My father-in-law went to Rutgers, so I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to disparage I them too Rutgers. much. There we go. As I've always said,
0: Rutgers is a wonderful place.
4: All right, but let's. stay. Do you up- like your father-in-law? Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> very much so. I, very, you actually very do. Very I want so. to see your face. Nice to see your face. Thank you for that surprise question. I appreciate. <laughs> does he listen? It. Uh, from time to time. Do so does he? Yeah, they do. My mother-in-law as well.
0: Your mother—I know you love your mother-in-law because you talk about how great she is all the time. I just haven't heard you talk about your father-in-law, for her. that's why I was asking.
4: My wife, my my in-laws, just not my parents. So that tells you all you need to know. You don't like your parents? No, they don't listen to the show. Oh, they don't, I'm they, sorry. I don't get texts from them saying, "Oh, that was funny," or like, "Oh, you sounded you know like a doofus there." I get texts from my in-laws all the time about that. You, you, you do? Yeah. Do they
0: know that they're? Oh, they have a free sort of bat line in at eight five five two one two
4: four. CBS? Do they call you Tommy? Uh, no, they call me Tom. Everyone that co- I've met from college through my professional life is Tom. High school and earlier is Tommy.
0: How would you re- respond if we could get your in-laws to call you pretty daddy at all family functions? Well,
4: that would be really embarrassing for me. I'd love, I'd like. Really really I think embarrassing your wife would be into it too. Uh, she would, which is, which is part of the problem. All right, Bill, let's stay out west where you are. According to multiple reports, San Diego State is staying in the Mountain West Conference, at least for now. Last night, the conference informed San Diego State that it is a member in good standing, although you could probably put air quotes around good standing. Remember, Bill, last month, the university and the conference got into a bit of a kerfuffle over whether San Diego State had officially given their notice to leave the conference or not. San Diego State is now expected to remain in the Mountain West for at least the next 2 years. Bill buy or sell, you still believe that San Diego State will join the Pac-12 eventually?
0: Bye. Yes. Bye. I was thinking about this when we were discussing USC and UCLA. I didn't want to step all over your question. I don't know why I keep bringing up these same analogies, but like if your wife you know, tells you that she's leaving for Ronnie the neighbor and then comes back and says, actually, I kind of love you and I was just kidding and nothing happened. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs>
4: that was she's got to spe- stop having lunch with Ronnie. That was pretty specific, man. Anything you want to tell me? Anything you know that I don't know?
0: <laughs> I was trying to think, like, what's a name where that would track or someone I don't know? Doesn't Ronnie seem like the kind of guy that would do that? Yeah, I don't know a Ronnie. I don't
4: know a single Ronnie. Or Ronnie. Trying to go through to make sure I'm not leaving yeah, anybody, Ronnie. but... No, I don't know Arani. All right, Bill, let's I stay. don't know Arani. Okay, <laughs> let's stay in the college yep. game here. Northwestern will initiate two external reviews to its athletic department in the wake of investigations into hazing and bullying that resulted in the firing of football coach Pat Fitzgerald and baseball coach Jim Foster. Plus, Bill, according to ESPN, eight former Northwestern players have retained a noted civil rights attorney for a lawsuit against the university for, quote, physical, sexual, and emotional abuse, end quote, related to the hazing incidents that took place at the program. Buy or sell, Bill, there's any way Northwestern athletic director Derek Gregg should still have his job. I think this is very
0: similar to Pat Fitzgerald. This goes beyond what he knew or didn't know. It happens under your watch. It's egregious enough that it's reasonable that you don't have a job. I would, I would sell. Sell. yet maybe this is obtuse. I don't know. But, but this is not okay anywhere. But Northwestern styles itself a, a very serious academic institution of honor and codes of conduct and all of those things. All those things. And so there is also a a brand that they have to uphold
4: that obviously is highly violated by by these things. All right, Bill, let's get to one last one here. We'll finish up with some baseball. MLB insider John Heyman had an interesting report regarding trade destinations for Shohei Otani, telling Bleacher Report this.
0: Would they trade him the Dodgers? No, the Dodgers. I spoke to somebody with the Dodgers. They realized he's not getting traded to the Dodgers. Even if you think that he could sign
3: long-term
4: with the Dodgers. You know, Artie is not going to do that. He may ultimately trade him some chance. As I said, 25%. Do not see him being traded to the Dodgers. Bill, buy or sell, it would be malpractice if the Dodgers offered the Angels the best trade package for Otani and the Angels didn't do the deal.
0: I'll sell, actually. I think...
4: Sell. Sell. Mm.
0: If you decide to trade Otani, I think you have to do it, even if it's unrealistic, under the notion that there's a chance he'd come back, right? That it has happened in the past. He could come back to the Angels. He's not coming back if he traded with the Dodgers. He doesn't have to buy a new house, right? He doesn't have to leave the city. And just from an economics perspective, we have gone to an Angels game and not a Dodgers game because of Shohei Otani, right? The game I took my kid to this year was an Angels game. And I, I will, if Shohei Otani leaves, I will not go to an Angels game again the rest of my time that I live in Los Angeles. Barring another once in a generation talent, and and Tom, correct me if I'm wrong, but back when the Angels were trying to be the the Angels of Los Angeles or whatever the hell they were, the Los whatever it was, it was the Dodgers who pushed really aggressively, maybe sued, I can't remember, to take that away from the Angels. They don't they don't like they don't like each other.
4: Absolutely, they hate each other.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't I I don't think it'd be malpractice. I would understand the reasoning. Is John Heyman still? I don't want to be Is he still pretty connected? I I don't. Where does Heyman work these days?
4: Yeah, he's he's all over the place. He's on MLB Network all the time. I believe he does stuff for us at Odyssey. He's all over the place.
0: He's an Odyssey guy? Well, then he's all right. I didn't know that. He's part of the family?
4: Double checks notes. Yeah.
0: As far as I know. We should get him on the show. Yes. You're always looking for baseball guests. Sure. Would be happy to. I don't think I've ever talked to John Heyman. I won't ask him whether he matters. I'll just ask him a bunch of baseball questions. Uh, Let's let's talk about Russell Wilson and the fact that there's always hope left in the end. We'll do that after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours You're listening to the
0: Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. It is Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. We have not talked golf. We also don't have a little catchphrase for golf, right? We've got long ball for baseball. We've got sucker. What would golf be? Four. Oh, it's done. All right, ready? I'm going to say golf, and then you do your thing. You ready? We haven't talked golf. Four. <laughs> You're so into that. Uh, are you interested Enough in the Open Championship, the Open, that you will, which begins tonight, my time, tomorrow, your time. uh They tee off around one around thirty in the morning, your time. Will you watch any of it?
4: Am I interested to know who wins? Sure. Am I interested to, like, inconvenience myself to go out of my way to watch this live? Bill, you know me well enough. Absolutely not. I might... If I'm awake that late tonight, and I and I, I, I tend not to be in
0: the non NBA times of the year, I, I might stay up just to have the experience of watching a major at, at midnight, at eleven in the morning. But you get up early, and I get up early. It'll be on. Well, will it still be on when I at, at four in the morning? My yeah, four in the morning my time. Yeah,
4: yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. It'll be what one o'clock over there, or something
4: like that, or noon. Yeah, it should definitely still be on. I, I, I'm.
0: I, so I went to the uh, the US Open here in LA. I went to a a day. I think I went to the Thursday or maybe the Friday. I had a great time, I had a great experience, Tommy. And I was one and I was really into it, like being there in person. I was super into it. And I was wondering if that would hold. The, it was the most interested I've been in in for golf uh since Tiger. And I was wondering if it was going to hold and I'll be I, I, I'll be curious if it if it does when it when it gets going. When it gets popping.
4: I don't think it's going to. Spoiler alert. I don't think so.
0: There's not much going on. Not right? a there's, lot of
4: juice. Not, there's not a lot.
0: We're not in the NFL season yet. There's no NBA. There's no sucker, right? I'm not an F1 guy. Isn't that happening? I don't even know when that season is. That's not my thing. There's no juice for this thing. There's no buzz. With nothing going on, nobody cares. What if Rory's in it? You care if Rory's in it? If he's in it on
4: Sunday. I want to see the guy win another major. It's been like a decade.
0: So you don't think golf can be the... Would you rather watch the entire Open Championship at a reasonable hour or two soccer matches? Oh, man. You're going to make me pick four golf. You're going to go with the golf? Yeah. Four? Yeah. How many people have you hit with a golf ball? I've hit one.
4: I've had to say... I don't know how many I've actually hit. I've, I've said four on the course a lot.
0: Will you... If people hit into you, will you turn and hit the ball back at them?
4: No, I am not that guy. I know I, have, I stink and probably don't even belong that. playing out there on a public course. So when anybody else breaks the you know unwritten rules of golf, I don't care. See, I've done that now. now
0: it, there's no threat because I'll just like slice it. I'm a left. I'll slice. It. But there was there have been a couple times. My brother's a very good golfer. Where guys have hit into us a couple of times and I've got mad. My brother's been like, dude, just chill. And then the third time they hit our cart, and my brother turned around. And smoked a, th- a three wood. I mean, it went. I mean, it it. it went right <laughs> at him because he's good. That's my favorite part of golf is hitting the ball back at other people.
4: Is there something wrong with that? That tracks. That tracks. I just.
0: It doesn't happen anymore. It only happened when, when we were in our twenties, right? When like older dudes w- with cigars for whatever. I don't know why cigar chomping. Like now that I'm older, people are very like, "Oh, hey, let's go. Sorry about that. No problem." Man. Oh, and he has sorry. Sorry, man. Sorry that ball hit your shoulder. It's okay, pal. It's all great. <laughs> Four. I think it'd be fun to golf with you. Uh,
4: as long as you have a lot of patience. Right, as long Going as I to have need a, lot, a lot, of beer. lot of that.
0: Just need a lot of beer. <laughs> I'll have all beer <laughs> beer equals patience. Uh, Russell Wilson as comeback player of the year is kind of a is kind of a is kind of a thing. I Let me ask you a question. I believe he's the betting favorite. It 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 makes sense because obviously Sean Payton's coming in is a new opportunity. He was awful last year. Can a guy that's been that outstanding be comeback? Well, Shouldn't there be some parameters for comeback player of the year?
4: I'm with you. I think it's meant for the winner who won it this year, actually. Like, Geno Smith. Like, that's perfect. Like, I right. get that. Came out of nowhere. Has been a backup for a long, long time. Had a great season. Russell Wilson. Like, he's a star of the league. Like, he fell on his face last year. Right. Like, that's not what the award is meant, in my opinion. It is not meant for I mean, if, if,
0: if Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow had an off year, they shouldn't win
4: comeback player of the year the next year, to your point. Now, what if what if any of those players we just mentioned, including Russ, was coming off a major injury?
0: I also don't think it should qualify. I think at a certain level of excellence, you're disqualified. There's a similar award in the NBA for most improved player. And now every year, it's like some guy that was a rookie of the year or a second year of the year before. Like John Morant's the most improved player? Patrick Mahomes is the comeback play. No, man. If if Russell Wilson is good enough to win that, win that award, he's just Russell Wilson. He hasn't made a comeback so much. He's, he's just like, last year was the anomaly.
4: Plus, too, I think at the same time, right, he had career lows across the board. Like, bringing in Sean Payton, and even if they didn't bring in Payton, like, he's got nowhere to go but up. His numbers are absolutely going to be better than last year, which is why I think he's... The obvious, you know, betting favorite. I just don't know that the Broncos as a team are going to be a whole lot better.
0: Well, I think that's a really interesting. Yes, I, I am. I am absolutely skeptical. But there's certainly, if you think that he can be fixed, there's reason to believe that they can. They can improve. By the way, I mean you've got Tua on this list, Lamar Jackson, I'm, Cooper Cup. I mean, come, come on,
4: Lamar Jackson's won an MVP.
0: Yeah, Matt Stafford. Come on. Jimmy Garoppolo, like Baker Mayfield, I think qualify. Like I'm looking at Baker Mayfield. That. Yes, that fits. Sam Darnold's on here. That qual- that qualifies. Oh, your boy Trey. How can Trey Lance be comeback player of the year <laughs> if he's never arrived? You have to come back to something. Uh, uh, he's yeah. never been there. He,
4: if you, you know, he would be coming back to an opportunity to play.
0: Arrive for the first time of the year. Player award would be what he would would, would get. Well, that was quite a show. I enjoyed it. Hope you did too.